0: Welcome to Planet Nola. I'm your host, Mary Jacobs. This is the podcast where I talk to people that I think are cool or doing cool things in New Orleans, just some people that I'd like to shine a little bit more light on. Today, I am joined by a perfect stranger to me we've just met. Um, I've been following him on Instagram for some time now. We'll make sure you guys get his handle. Um, His name is sage michael sage michael thank you so much for being here
1: oh thank you for inviting me i feel so comfortable here it's cozy yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shelf, you. you know a little of, yeah. so
0: you're a huge activist in the city and that's why i started following you um i was looking at resource i think i found you through a tag from gordon plaza activism okay. but i know you have um a lot of ca- things you really care about in this city and you're really vocal you're really good at sharing resources on instagram which i love resources okay. Um. So yeah, I'm really excited that you're here. Thank you for being here.
1: Uh, thank you for inviting Mary, and I really appreciate you know the offer. Um, I just you know it's it's always a pleasure and an honor to have your voice heard. Yeah, And, and for people to appreciate what you have to say, um, because sometimes at the end of the day, you know, that's all you have at the end of the day is your voice, and um, to have that being an asset in the community and people that you appreciate is a blessing. Thank you.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean you are a real testament to using your voice. Like, you don't stay quiet. You speak up, especially when it's stuff nobody else wants to be heard. They don't want to listen. Like, they don't want to hear what we can do to make it better for people. And so for you to really use your voice for everybody like that, it's it's truly a gift to the city. So, hell yeah, I appreciate you. I'm so happy that you've made it here and we can talk about it. Um, I was hoping that maybe you could do a little bit of – uh, chatting about the Lincoln Beach Project, because I know that's something you've been a passion project for a while, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, so um, Lincoln Beach, you know, for everyone that may not know what it is, it's a 17-acre beachfront um, property along the um, shoreline of Lake Pontchartrain, located all the way in New Orleans East, and uh, a place that's, you know, really populated by black people who are really marginalized and uh, opportunity don't really see them. Um, as it does other places. Um, It was a segregated beach um, from 1935 up to 1965 when it was closed down. It's been uh, officially closed ever since then. So um, for me, you know, um, having a place like that, that's historical, um, it's so complicated of a story of uh, Onion that we could peel back. or so many layers of different angles we could talk about Lincoln Beach. But for me, uh, what it meant for me, historically, Hearing stories and whispers, you know, throughout my family about Lincoln Beach, I, I can't specifically say what family member talked about it, but mm-hmm. you know, throughout history, we have stories. We hear grandma and grummo in the front room, and they just talking, and we pass them by, and we catch those stories like that. So I heard stories about Lincoln Beach, Um and like I said, I, I live in New Orleans. He still live in New Orleans East, and you know, I purchased home out there in like you know the nineties. Uh, you know, I ventured over there. Mm-hmm. with my dogs you know i'm a i'm, a, I'm a, uh born in the city but i got country blood you know i <laughs> got country blood i'm raised in new orleans born and raised in New Orleans, but i come from the bayou people too like booty hornville and all that
0: okay
1: and so yeah that's why we went to the country yeah reason, you know yeah and um new orleans east was a place that we traveled to and that you know it's a far place for us when we were young but nowadays it's it's a place where you know like lincoln beach sits you know desolate and um we just need something of value in our community, and Lincoln Beach is that place that i I know it could be that it's not just a beach it's 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 a passion project as you mentioned earlier and and for me i th- i think sometimes people gotta uh my motivation for doing it is i think is out of its rooted out of uh taking you know situations and 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 turning them around and so i I think that's what why I want to do it like you know and my motivation taking you know it's not just a beach it's not just brick and mortar but taking our people in the situation we're in all people and turning it around like what can i do to say change the tide you know what i'm saying like change the way uh because really i, I just don't like what i'm born in you know i don't like the system i'm born in the, the, the classes and all these things. i don't like it you know but that don't mean that anything we must coexist in it because i can't um, jump to Mars right quick, you know. I ain't yeah. I, I, like your boy, and like <laughs> building spaceships. If they do, right. if, they, if all this fails, they I get, think about get, um, this all yeah. the
0: time. I'm like, man, I wish I had those funds.
1: Yeah, but those funds are for the one percenters, um, mm-hmm. and so so we got the eighty five percent. You know, you know who, are, you know people, are, you know living in a matrix or really like living in a program, who are traumatized, who are really just kind of not really like paying attention to. Or they're distracted away from those things purposefully, you know, by program, you know. Oh,
0: my God. You're speaking to my heart right now. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. everything that I... This is... You're, you're speaking to me. Definitely. Let's, let's tell me
1: a little bit about it. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: you know, I think what I really... What really resonates with me about your passion for Lincoln Beach is this... Okay, Lincoln Beach was born of racism, right? Segregation. It was born because Pontchartrain Beach didn't want black people there, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so... It was born because of that resistance. And then you get to have all these stories your family told about Lincoln Beach and these treasured memories because the space was made for you and given to you. And all you're trying to do is do that again. It's like, you know, it doesn't need to be, we can just prioritize space for gathering and like be intentional about making space for it. And yeah. I live in a real small house, right? But I still have my friends over, and when they're there, it feels full of love. But Lincoln Beach has this opportunity to give so many people a space to gather and like make memories and tell stories to their kids and their kids. Because we all know that like when you have a space like that, people are gonna feel better because they're gonna be able to connect when you can just go and feel that full heart feeling you know but the more those spaces get taken away from us the more free access to nature gets taken away from us the more we lose sight of that really deep connection to a place like i'm so so inspired by you being like this place could be beautiful like it once was beautiful it could be beautiful again and there can be so many more memories there can be so many more milestones to be celebrated there and it does feel very deliberate that these projects which most directly in pla- impact the black community of our city like i just feel like they get completely ignored for other projects like no. like adding streetcar lines in tourist areas like it's no. like i i i want it so bad for this city too and i like when i started seeing your activism i was like this is a project that i want more people to yeah, think one and talk thing, about one,
1: one thing about things that move um you know, so we we live in New Orleans, was like the natives originally called. What I learned through, through through my two years, two or so years since March 2020, of working with this project called Bubanza. You know, and so my one part of my journey has been um, learning unfolding the history from Lincoln Beach today to Lincoln Beach to where it was when black people was there. Bef- prior to that, it was 2.5 acres of land owned by the United Fruit Company. Fruit Company? United Fruit Company. Okay. Which is now Shakita International. Okay. Man named Sam Zamur. Um was a uh, he's a member of the Jewish community. Um you know back early on in you know time he um you know he he had this made a deal with these bananas was a delicacy back then. Right. And in those early thirties and days and like that. So he made a deal about old bananas. And he had to deal with the railroad, so he sold the, the old bananas. He made so he made a fortune like that. Right. And so he um he was had a rival, like which is not the now doe company, you know, like so they were rivals back and forth. But Sam Zamur, he did a house to take over of United Fruit Company. He um he had it located down here in New Orleans. Um there's a facade of the building still here. Um he donated the two point five acres to um, for that, that beginning in Lincoln Beach where they began a, um, a, a, a playhouse, a, 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 a bathhouse. Right. And it was just it was like a bathhouse at first in 1935. But um, at, to make sure that it, we didn't go to Pustertrain Beach, it wasn't beneficent, it was, it was like you all, go, they wanted to send us way out in, in the swamps, but yeah, now I got this land, I'm gonna donate it to the city of New Orleans, then the city of New Orleans sold it to the Orleans Levy District. And then they created a bathhouse in the 1930s, and you know people were like, "Nah, we don't want Lincoln Beach. We won't go everywhere." I mean, but Sam Murray, just kind of his history compared to what he did for black people, which mm-hmm. gave him a segregated land. He gave Tulane University a mansion, mm-hmm. which is two Audubon place. Oh wow! He um, his daughter, last name is Stone. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, before I say this, he also. Um, a military coup over the country of honduras
0: oh i know about this actually yeah
1: from he left you he left new orleans
0: yeah
1: in a un- vessel so that's why they call banana republic
0: mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say but
1: yeah you I, know right. they like connected. This thing, I
0: remember they teaching this stuff in high school because right. it had to do with new orleans i got yeah. a lot of new orleans history in my catholic high school education
1: yes uh, so you know on um, all those layers, like, you know, and then his daughter has donated money to Tulane. They have the stone.
0: And they're still based in New Orleans, that family?
1: I'm not sure, but they have the, the the money that she donated to them, the Tropical School of Medicine mm-hmm. and the Latin Studies. Okay. So he go uh, throw a coup over the Latin country, destabilize them, mm-hmm. and his daughter donates money to create Latin Studies. Okay. That's, ira- that's irony to me. <laughs> And, and, and then because he, he did a
0: hostile takeover of Honduras? Is that what you're and saying? And then his
1: daughter donates money to, um, to a university to study them. If seemed benevolent, at the same time, you'd give me a school. has nothing to do with what you did my country. You're
0: not making any amends for to what you've country. done. Yeah, you're not making any amends.
1: Yeah, so, so that's what is Lincoln Beach is about, making amends. And, and when you say that story, and, and then you say the story of the truth in a matter... What it is, and then you recognize it. Of uh, uh, going back to the natives back when it was a co- coastal community, you know, back when it was called Littlewoods. Before, I mean, Littlewoods like when the natives was Littlewoods, you, know, you know, you know, it was a coastal community with big mm-hmm. clam and people actually lived in that area before Sam Zemurray got over there, and you know, and so you know, Lincoln Beach is behind a levee wall. I call it a prison wall, mm. and 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 that's what we're we're in. So on this side of the wall, that wall is meant to protect us, but for the most part, we're not threatened by the water.
0: Yeah, what are you protected from there?
1: Right, you know, from the floods. Mm. Uh, you know, I just try to keep things simple. So if we would've built our homes above the flood plain, we wouldn't fear the floods. Mm. That just makes like sense to me that mm-hmm. if you came here in the 1790s and you see the condition of the land, mm-hmm. you see where it flooded, mm-hmm. and then you start making canals, but now the and the start making canals and extracting the lumber and you know, and everything, moving everything from the river to Bayou St. John across Lake Pontchartrain out of New Orleans, right? That's what they did, but if you see all that happening, why would we build people on the bottom of the bowl? And those people at the bottom of the bowl are some of the most vulnerable people. And it, it shouldn't be that way. And so if you take, you know, and for me, myself, Omar Arbery died, and that strategy was like, numerous of those strategies. I was like, and I go through, I went through my own tragedies of being a victim of violence and mm. police abuse. I have complaints against police that, you know, police been disciplined because I put complaints on for their behaviors. and. You know, I've been fighting for my own justice. What
0: weren't y'all? Didn't y'all used to when you'd go do cleanups out there? The cops would get called on y'all. I read that somewhere.
1: For our for our um, movement, no, not at all. No oh, cops. Okay, I'm sorry. N- no police were called on us at all. Actually, man. Actually, matter of fact, Seventh District pretty friendly with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, they. they I thought better. I read
0: that. You know, I try to research people before they come. So.
1: Well, you know, the Seventh District is pretty friendly with us um right. and very helpful with us they you know anything we need we, we could call them on and they'll be they, they appreciate Lincoln Beach okay what, what what the penalties that came from us which we, which was from the parking patrol
0: oh i think that must be what i read <laughs> they just wanted to give you parking tickets
1: so you know so we were we made Lincoln Beach very popular like i said it, that, that wall is a prison wall so you don't see um you so, so we're stuck in mankind so once we expo- once we expose that beautifulness that heaven on earth are causing mm. that human side yeah you man side where we connected with the people the mm. place the water the land
0: the that's p- what i'm hearing that's you what see, i hear from what you're saying Yeah, that's that's see, why i'm like yes let's go i love you it see,
1: so 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 my so the coexisting with it all so that system that that we won't to move community, fight about the community from the community, and everyone is equal. Mm. That's something that mankind—it's—it's it's totally opposite of his making. So he will—he's like, no, you cannot do that. That's not our system. You're—that's opposite of our system. But i, I, I beg the differ. I—I think the system works. You're no better than me. Yeah. You're a member of my community, and we yeah. have everything we need in the community. When you start showing examples of that and you start moving mountains, as we will say, like this past weekend, we finally had the city to really come by the second time and remove like eight dump trucks. of bags, I saw trash you post about us, this. Right?
0: That's incredible. So, that was
1: incredible. From the time when these same people, when well, you know, um, well, and I you say, had the
0: sheriff out there, was that recently? Yeah,
1: Susan Heston came. Yeah, so I was really blessed for that she came by my invitation. Yeah, really, I've really been um, involved with Susan Heston, which is independent police minds. Mm-hmm. I, I had complained against police officer that and then i felt retaliation and Mm -hmm. and then i brought my complaint to her and she 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 she, showed up she showed up for my complaint and she made it happen you know what i'm saying so i've been been working with Susan Hudson for quite some time now so you have people like that and to have Susan and and to get those and for me i just want to get people to that place for the moment right and um like i say you know we had got penalized for the work we do so for me i'm like we should not be penalized for the work we do, you know, because you did not penalize Jean Lafitte. Mm. Jean Lafitte is a hero. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He was a pirate. Mm-hmm. He was a carjacker of and yeah, boats. Yeah, yeah. There's an there's a oldest salon in New Orleans down on Bar- Dauphine, I believe. the 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 the, the, the Blacksmith, Blacksmith, yeah. Salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what they did their dirty work. They sold their goods right mm-hmm. there. My mom worked at Lafitte Guesthouse. And that's, how
0: many things are called Lafitte in this city my now? My
1: mom worked at Lafitte Guesthouse mm-hmm. right there. I was with my mom as a maid, she, and we, she worked there, and she cleaned up behind those people. And, and, and we went at nights, cleaned up more houses so she could make money. I lived in the Lafitte Project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played in, was, was now Lafitte Greenway, it was, was Lehman Park at the time. So to, 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 to say he's a hero And Lafitte Baratara Preserve, when I visited Bar- Lafitte Terra Preserve, I, you know, one, one moment, you know, and I, I said, why wow, this is a beautiful place, love an animal. One moment, then I know a situation. There were three, three I observed, I was black, there natives and white people. Black man, I'm in mean, there like these were they smuggle my people for slavery through these mm. waters. They they carjacked, they boatjacked Lafitte did, and smuggled slaves through these waters through my people. And 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 then you know took a for the native people there. When you see those things, they got you know in Midian Mounds those clam shells that we have in our driveways and walkways in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. The natives have those clam shells. They repurposed them, and there was times and you see those native mounds on Lafitte Lafit Preserve. Reserve. So the the, the indigenous people like like wow, this is the land my people used to have. Right. It used to have. And for me, a white person that looked at me like down on me when I was in the bathroom and I had my foot on a little stinking zinc time on shoe and looked down at me like what I'm doing? For me, he, he was part of the um the colonizers. Mm-hmm. colony of this colonization of this place. Mm-hmm. Cause then when you walk along the trail, you see the Midian mounds. then you see the sawmills come. Mm-hmm. So you see nature, then you see indigenous people, then you see where they cut sawmills and where man came. So you see this story, but it's not really like told. And I, I went in a visiting center and I would say, hey, you know, people in there, you know, having a great meal or whatever, all the people holding the visit. I said, hey man, I would like one of those baskets. Is this man here? white man this man here was taught by the natives how to weave these baskets like like, oh, that's great how much it costs it oh, it costs a lot of money
0: <laughs>
1: and for me i was like man you what, what happened to the people that, mm-hmm. that that taught you do they get some of that money Probably so for not. me so for me it, it went from one day going there with my best friend bird watching because like bird watching mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. and for me going by myself one day and kind of getting clap with the reality of this di- this paradigm that we're living in, you know, black, you know, indigenous, and colonists, and we're here. And so New Orleans, the American dream never made New Orleans. So Lincoln Beach is like a place that I want to bring back in a different way.
0: Well, I feel like you're talking about stories not being told. You're talking about the stories of the indigenous people and the black people that have not been told. Yeah. And I'm so grateful because what what I hope comes of it. I mean, I want to hear your, in your dream, biggest dream for it, I want to hear what it looks like. But what I primarily hope comes from it is community and story and like, I just, uh, man, I I want to hear what your pie in the sky, what do you picture when Lincoln Beach is at its top tier, dream version in your mind, what does it look like?
1: I, I, I'm gonna tell you a couple of things. One, um, we have, um, through, um, I'm part of a collective organization called Golf Off of Green O'Dell. Mm-hmm uh i'm on the action table um i replied i received a grant um for the lincoln beach restoration okay. and part of that grant applied funds for um to our oral history project okay which i partnered with friends of the cabildo i partnered with 504 voices who's doing the recording oh, yeah i follow them i partnered with uno who's transcribing um you know so we're able to give um our elders um you know new stipends to you know thank them from that story these are yeah. people who have lived living history who are in their 80s and mm-hmm. their 70s. When you get in the 60s, they were babies when Lincoln Beach was born. So it's very important that we have that and thankful for those resources. Also, um, and I founded an organization, New Orleans for Lincoln Beach, and um, Trisha Wise, the president, New Orleans for Lincoln Beach, on um, this coming Thursday, the 22nd, and the 24th, we're having charrettes. So when you talk about a plan, a vision for Lincoln Beach. Um, these charrettes, which is partnering with um, Civic Studio, and other partners, we're gonna have these community planning sessions, All right, where we can have a community-based way where everyone can have their voices heard. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, it's, it's not just, it's not an individual project, it's a collective project. And, right. and this is where we can come together with those things. I'm helping with funding with that as well. And we're producing, um, Reggie Ford is another supreme activist. I
0: follow Reggie, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm gonna ask him to, at some point, I gotta get him on here.
1: Yeah, you know, he he's producing a video. Uh, so we can have and promote it out you know he's been all awesome. He's are awesome m- in many things one of them is his editing his capturing his documenting of lincoln beach movement along the way he has been curating our movement along the way and i appreciate that but he's an
0: artist he's yes. got an artist eye for it probably yeah. huh
1: so we just want to try to have a way where we just really convince our people who have a collective power to to move forward with it like just kind of go back to like the penalty part of it all like, we've got parking tickets out there.
0: Yeah, that's what I so, was, you so, were talking
1: about. So, think about. about it. On that stretch of Hayden Boulevard, uh, parking people don't come out.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was wondering about being targeted so, or something. So,
1: that was targeted. Yeah. And and that was there to send a message to the people that were supporters of the Lincoln Beach movement. And like, to discourage people from going over there. That's... And so, fighting narrative and things like that. So, another... I'm, blessed, I'm thankful i'm i have a, a full-time job now and transitioning from a barber into a uh, you know i i'm a new orleans climate justice organizer for an organization called healthy Gulf.
0: yeah i saw that
1: and I, i've been doing that for possibly about, s- about almost six months now coming up to the um about six month mark and part of that is you know moving forward and changing the narrative of, of us living with water and we, we're coming up with a a nice plan where it all encompasses new orleans east we call it the new orleans east community water plan mm-hmm. so we have canals in the new orleans east mm-hmm. you know not part of our community it's not accessible it's ugly it's gone, it's you know not it's disconnected the only canal we got beautiful is Bayou St. John. It's That's true. Canal.
0: Yeah, and how beautiful is it? It's beautiful, so beautiful. How accessible.
1: Mm-hmm. The amenities are long. It, it's high,
0: used. People are always used. using the people, it.
1: The, pe- the homes are docking towards it. Oh, my gosh. The, a, homes so the homes
0: are worth so much money. homes are
1: so much value. And, and you go back to it, They removed those indigenous people to do that, right? Absolutely. So go back to uh, the canals and owners. I, I have a vision through the metropolitan um, urban water plan there was transforming the canals and i fell in love with the concept so uh, part of my plan with healthy Gulf is moving forward best practices and transforming the way we manage stormwater and transforming canals is one project i see forward with that lincoln beach is another project that's part of that right northeast community water plan we also have the asian community Located in New Orleans East right. and Michu and Of course, those a lot of people have been here since like Vietnam War mm-hmm. And they have got their own disparities and non-inclusiveness in our society and they create their own systems and in those canals They created gardens of the canals and there are de Les gardens in the canals All right. So there are people with songs, um, song song um, community development consortium we're partnering with them mm-hmm. um Connecting with that, you know, we were partnering with um, Mark Sexton and I, with bachelor in, uh, um Engineering, something called Living Shorelines, on On the side of Lincoln Beach, um, uh, no Orleans is under consent decree with Sewage and Water Board because of some bad water quality back in the days. So part of the consent decree, they had to do some water quality mitigation. Mm-hmm. So on a Lincoln Beach site, you know, on the left wing and right wing, there are m- marsh creation projects right now. All that right. that was done in the past, they submerged plants and they put cages down and they made jetties across and and they grew land,
0: wow, they created
1: land with reeds and indigenous plants that helped build land, help absorb water, help wow. water quality. all
0: right, let's go. I love that
1: exactly so Mark wants to move forward with the living shoreline idea and 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 so what we were dealing with is trying to come up with a nice planning process with all these entities tied into one large New Orleans community water plan. That's a, something great, I believe. We're, we're working on um, with that, and it's a beautiful thing. So, I mean, maybe stay tuned with that, but we just want to be um, part of the process and included. Being penalized is not what's necessary. No. We just go back and do good work. Hell yeah. Um, sometimes I say I'm Ishmael, and I'm not Isaac.
0: <laughs>
1: um, if anybody know the Bible story, Ishmael didn't ask to come here. <laughs> Abraham wanted a child. He asked his wife, Gray, don't sleep with the ha- with handmaiden. She said, yeah, it's cool then. And they came with a child called Ishmael. And God said, I got you, Abraham. That ain't the way I do it. You, you, your wife, Sarah, oh, she's going to have a child. And in those days, it's like it's these traditions that they had. And, and this is what we're dealing with now, traditions. The same old traditions, of the way we always do things, we always do, and, and, and so know. So easy
0: to get trapped inside of traditions.
1: And when you stand on righteousness, you 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 can't do it, it's called getting in good trouble. Um, Congressman Charles Carter's quote, another one of his mentors, and I forgot the mentor's name, but um, he said he called it good trouble. Mm-hmm. And so when you get in good trouble, I just go take care of someone else's responsibility and beautify it. You can't, you can't, you can't penalize me for that. No. If you do, then you know it's. I'll take that charge. But thankfully, as a community, that's been support me. I've made sacrifices, and when you don't make it about yourself, and because it's a beautiful picture when we all paint it. If I paint it, yeah, it's. Cool. Oh
0: my God! Okay, Sage Michael. Okay, all right. We got to take a break. I I'm gonna sit back and relax and learn some more when we get right back. Hello, it's your host, Mary Jacobs. I'm sitting here with my producer, Carrie Mulder, and we are so excited to be bringing you Planet NOLA this episode and every episode. We really believe in this podcast Mm -hmm. and the work it's doing in New Orleans to build community, to reach out to people, um, and we really love what we do. Yeah, we love our guests, we love our audience, our listeners, we love each other. It's just a big love fest. So if you love this podcast and you believe in what we're doing, it would mean the world to us if you considered subscribing to our Patreon. We've just launched it. The lowest tier is $5. Mm -hmm. And we are just really trying to get this podcast to pay for itself a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, maybe support ourselves just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. We're both creative people who have a lot of projects, and this is a big one in our lives. So if you love it as much as we love it, um, it would mean the world to us if you considered subscribing. There is bonus content. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's really fun. It takes a deep dive into the episode, kind of circle back to some of the topics. They've been fun. yeah, Super we basically fun. record with the guests as soon as we're done their episode and do a more candid version of their podcast. Mm-hmm. It's shorter, but it's more self effacing and it feels like just real, real. yeah, you know? it's it's BTS behind the scenes. It's the BTS. So if you want more Planet Nola content, you could subscribe to our Patreon and mm-hmm. get it. It would mean so much to us. So, okay, we'll let you go back to your episode now, but please consider. Thank you. Bye. This episode of Planet NOLA is brought to you by Vitality Community Fitness. Vitality is a functional training gym located in Metairie, Louisiana. And at Vitality, we focus on members as individuals. That's right. We don't want people together. We don't assume that everybody has the same goals when they step into our gym. We also don't push things like body ideals or diet culture. We try to focus on the full person. And we try to give an experience that matches that. We've got incredible coaches. We've got an incredible community. And if you're looking for a place to call your new gym home consider checking us out we offer a three free class trial that's right literally no commitment you can try three of our classes in a week to see if our gym is for you because ultimately we want people who want to be there and if it sounds like this might be the space for you please consider checking us out you can go to vitalitycommunityfitness.com click the contact button and get started Hello, and welcome back to Planet Nola. I'm here with Sage Michael, activist, all-around amazing human who is blowing my mind with some <laughs> incredible Louisiana history. I'm getting really brushed up on my history facts right now, and I'm learning so many new things, and I know y'all are learning too. We've talked about the Lincoln Beach Project. You were telling me a little bit about your pie in the sky dreams for it and how it's connected to the healthy gulf and the water stuff. I've not talked about anybody with anybody here on the podcast about... The water initiatives, I think, in New Orleans, because there's so many of them, and like so many like places that they're trying to build these like water re- not water retention, but like there were so many different things projects that I've heard of. But I feel like there's not enough of that. I'm like, don't we want to not flood? Like, don't we want things that absorb things? <laughs> uh,
1: thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You know, um, for for saying that, but that's that's what it's about. It's um how we manage water. You know, mm-hmm. I I always I say we're surrounded by water, but we live in fear of water.
0: Yeah, I, 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 yes, personally, yes. The answer is yes.
1: Right. Allah, so let's take it away from the Why do we live in field water? Because it floods us. Mm-hmm. Why does it floods us? Because that's the way we develop the land. And we feel it when we see some water bills. When we see that water bill, right? Or when we are driving down the streets and it's leaking, breaking up in that water lines, leaking, breaking up our streets, mm-hmm. and costing us money, right? Yep. So. We got to change our relationship with water. For me, um, water is a life source, right? It's the most precious source, right? At the end of the day, you, you, you ain't starving for chicken. You starving for water, right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so, so uh, you know, for me, I was grew up, like, just inherit of water. Like, you know, you going not go to the lake, you're going to drown. The right. lake polluted. Well, why was the lake polluted?
0: Oh, gee, I wonder.
1: Man polluted. Mm-hmm. So once we start man polluting, the lake fixed itself and, and, and cleaned itself. And so me, I, I, I want us to manage water differently. You know, so we have this system that that pump what half inch of water out of hour. Now we have what they call now climate change, and it's called rainbows, And now we got this dumps old, all
0: that water.
1: That's all. So we got more rain, more intense rain in a short period of time. We got this old antiquated system that has not been invested or innovated since it was built. Mm -hmm. So we got a combo going. And we're a sinking city. We're a sponge. And when they built those canals, they drying the sponge out so we could put buildings on top.
0: Right.
1: And the sponge is drying out and sinking. And actually, waters are rising around the world. Mm -hmm. So we gotta learn how to use space and place differently. Right, And there's no reason why there are. They were, we we're talking during the break and, and we we're talking about just how people collect things. And, and there are, are certain types of hoarders around that. There are money hoarders.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: they are. There are land hoarders. Mm-hmm. And people don't really like look at those people in a perspective of negative ways.
0: I think of them as villains, super villains.
1: But, but when we talk about when, when we talk about hoarders in an aspect, they don't look at this person who is a billionaire, trillionaire, is a hoarder. That's absolutely what they are. So we know, or, or even land grabbers. So let's talk about land and use of land. When you land grab in New Orleans, which only has a certain amount of land available, mm. you're squeezing those families to places Right, mm-hmm. and what are you doing with that land? You're hoarding on the land. You're mm-hmm. hoarding that land. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Grow around. Look how many open lots of land.
0: So many, and so many people can't buy houses here.
1: They can't buy houses. Why is there a housing short? Why is it? Why is it that houses housing costs so much when we have all this space to build more homes? Mm-hmm. Let's open the market to more homes so the price could go down. Mm-hmm. But no, we don't want that mm-hmm. because the government gets more money if the price is up
0: yeah so everybody are, gets more what, money when they do that
1: but what what all that does it displaces a family
0: mm-hmm.
1: and what is the fabric of of a nation but family what is the fabric of a nation but connecting with its resources when you go to an, a place and you want to settle what you've got to find first mm-hmm. water yeah, exactly. If you don't find i watched narco one time and they wanted to build like a, a, a plant that weed somewhere and they, and they had to find water and once they find that water they was on from them so it, <laughs> bu- it, it it built the empire for narcos, but what I'm saying is it built the empire for these for these people here so connecting people to water is so important connecting family to water is so important it's a natural resource when i say n- and we got resources right we got a bank for a resource mm. we got investors for resources we got these government entities who take out taxes for resources those are not natural resources those are part of us consumer consuming resources right mm-hmm. not you know what i'm saying so we're we're part of the the the, the, the wealth this nation is dependent upon the consumer spending index of course so i just say how much I, how much we spend our money is the, how well this nation is doing that's that so for me to have a nation built on that model. It's so
0: stupid. It's so stupid. Right? It's so stupid. Like, I'm right there with you.
1: So you're, <laughs> so it's like you you're looking at me. You you're playing me in my face, like. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm I'm going to stand on righteousness and truth and transparency, and so you know I want families to come to the site. Yeah, that's what it's about. People have. To, to children for every generation there's so many elders who are stuck outside that gate right now who can't climb over that levee mm. who are like when it's gonna open when it's
0: right.
1: gonna come? Little people went through so much and their life. like i'm 47 i went through some things but you if you're 60 70 80 right i went through a different time in my life i was born in 74 these people were went through the sixties, 50 40s mm. 30s 20s all those things I'm reading about, they lived that and they still here a day. So, so, man, what I went through, and, and plus what they went through, that they can't just go walk to a place that they see is 17 acres that this wouldn't go walk to the water. Yeah. So, that's, just all, that's all I want to do.
0: Give access to these people who deserve access. We all deserve access, but it's like give it, give it, give it away, give people give it space. Away. Give give people the space. Invest in the people to have more spaces.
1: And, and you know what they say. They, 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 sometimes they criminalize the alpha because they say Lincoln Beach is not safe. Mm. So I, so you know I, I tell them I, I told some elected officials my block not safe. Statistically speaking, right? If we're gonna go off data that we both can measure not going on hypotheses or or just narratives let's look at the data um my block is not safe i could tell you some stories personally what i went through on my block and just the block meaning my block my community block
0: right i know what you mean like
1: my block greater no my block for sure my personal your block, street for sure my street and my situations for sure okay definitely that in my block, me, and my community, right. overall, mm-hmm. so it's personal. When I could tell elected like, official, here's my personal situation, why I can't live in a house and I had it to disappear, mm. and if you could make that safe for me, you can't tell me this not can be right, not safe. right. So when, when 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 you say, why does you,
0: safety only matter when it comes to investing in Black Future?
1: So what is safety? Well, who is the who defines safety? Who defines what is safe? Guess what. You know what, it could be correct. For the, for you, where you live, where they live, Lincoln Beach might not be safe to them. Right. But where
0: I live, mm-hmm.
1: Lincoln Beach is safe for me. Yeah. Because they get to go wherever they could go and they don't hear gunshots every night. Like you, you sit here, and hear, I'm living in the East, you hear, you hear gunshots like, I wonder if they just shoot in the air. Right. I said, no, no, that's somebody got shot. That, that, that's that's Ugh. a killer right there. That, oh, okay, they they retaliate now, but but I'm just like sitting here listening to it. Ugh. Now, I like, oh, it's oh, it's a light night tonight. I don't hear too much shooting. Like, like this is like a conversation mm. that goes on, that that that's like normalized, and, and 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 so and so, I don't know if that happens where they live at.
0: No, right? no,
1: no. So if if you don't hear my story and care for my story and have compassion, then th- if I tell you this is my situation, it's not safe. But you know, I don't want to tell you that. The statistics show it. The yeah. numbers show it. You know the numbers, the data show it. So open a space for these people, for these families to come to. It's so easy. A mentor told me, don't make it complicated. Just get them to open the gate right. and let people go to the water. That's it. Like, like, yeah, I go back to Muhammad Gandhi now. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? All right, okay. (laughs) I go. I go back to Mahatma Gandhi and I'm not nonviolent resistance when um he just wanted to get salt from the Indian Ocean, um and the the British who colonized them say no we control this like this is my ocean this is my water this is my salt I have the right to it this is Lincoln Beach made for black people for the city of New Orleans I'm the city of New Orleans
0: yes. Absolutely, I'm the
1: city of New Orleans. My mom at the city of New Orleans. Mm. My mama Ray beans, rice, and chicken, mm-hmm. okra gumbo, and, uh, and filet gumbo, and all that. My mama New Orleans, you know. <laughs> that's New Orleans. My, my mama made the base that they laid in. That they like.
0: I, this will be the first time I've ever cried on the podcast. I'd like to go on record <laughs> that I feel like I'm being told poetry right yeah. now.
1: Was a, oh yeah, that did some poetry. But
0: <laughs> oh, you my know, God. but but
1: what I'm saying is. If you have to, so a narrative and messaging, if, you, if, if, I'm, if I have to lift 400 weights of colonized, intentional oppression and dehumanization, I got to switch the mindset. So I'm going to say the city of New Orleans, and I'm the city of New Orleans, we are the city of New Orleans. I, I know this, I draw, and people travel to New Orleans for the people. I love y'all people.
0: Mm-hmm. Your
1: people, your people, your people are great. I even got a good name for y'all after we get screwed over. Your people are very resilient.
0: Oh, I love that one. That's
1: just a, we watching you all get screwed over, but we you all doing the best with what you got. That's a character y'all built up and you are very resilient. Wow. And we
0: don't actually want to help you at all. We just want you to be resilient. You're if you could just stay resilient. being resilient, that would be great. Because then we don't have to do anything.
1: Nah, we don't have to really like correct those things. Yeah. Lift, make a living wage. And, 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 and so when you know, that's just saying you know, my mama. And, but then when you look at who built New Orleans, once again, we built New Orleans. hmm Those canals. Mm-hmm treacherous canals that to dra- to drain.
0: didn't they drain lake pontchartrain with prison labor
1: yeah so you were so so, so, so so prison labor started as that so you had slavery slave catchers. right you have the police you had the bounty catchers and all that all that was just to re- make make slavery all over again right and you also have other people that they that they promised things like the new canal the canal, the new canal, um, around Lakefront, the new canal lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Is, that canal, okay. now, thousands of Irish people died dredging that canal. Right. You can go there now at the new canal lighthouse museum, and you can see those stories. You know, the Irish Channel. Yeah, you know, right. Those people. Right. So you know, of certain groups of people, after they like, kind of move through black people, what other type of people we could get? Exploit. So they got the, the the marginalized of the of those people. You don't like your Irish people. We'll take them. Yeah. You know, and, and oppress them. I mean, just, just New Orleans, like, you know, it's the, the seal of New Orleans is oppressive. When you have two indigenous people standing, you know, more male and female, indigenous right here, and you got this man laying across the land with a crown and a three pitch fork. Oh
0: my God, that is the seal. And, and,
1: and then you see the mounds in the background, <gasps> and you see an alligator down here. Sage
0: Michael, I have seen this seal and I have never thought of And about you're this. like.
1: And, and I'm telling people, the seal of New Orleans is so oppressive. How can that represent? It's
0: like colonizing. Oh. Enjoy this picturesque view of it.
1: I mean, it's so diverse. Wow, it's in your face, and you've gone Decatur. There's a big monument of the founder of New Orleans, real, standing loud and proud with the staff. Looking towards um, St. Louis Cathedral. And then you see a priest step down. It's like, you know, I'm, being of your first place,
0: mm-hmm.
1: step down as the priest. Mm-hmm. So along with the, the Catholics came, the church, the Jesuits were here before the French. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the Library of Congress, the maps, the Jesuits were here, then the French came, then the Spanish. But the church was here was, you know, the whole time. The church, cat, the church itself was part of the oppression and, and colonization. That's what they did. They colonized this land and didn't really like, you know, did, did away with people too, you know. So St. Louis Cathedral, I mean, uh, St. Louis Cathedral is the center of New Orleans right there. That's where New Orleans was founded at. And so the church in front there was placed to arms the military ground and they got barracks street and all that. So the church was hand in hand with the, with the oppression of people. The Catholic church is, was at that time. So we just gotta wait. that, we gotta stop all that. Cause people came here for the people, my people. People come here for the stuff that we built. Those shotgun houses, that design came from Africa. That ochre you Mm -hmm. eat, that ochre you eat came from Africa. They leave signs for us to remember us. If you look at St. Louis Cathedral, they have some spires on some points. And one of the spires, I think the one to the left, metal, metalworking. So we were skilled craftsmen, we built New Orleans. They kidnapped skilled people from Africa to come build this wood, tunnel this. Well, we, we, we were highly developed in Africa, mm-hmm. you know, when Europe was in a dark age. Right. We developed, Af- we, we, we developed Europe with the Moors, you know. Like we went to the, talk to toothbrush for us and all that kind of stuff. Take baths and change your clothes, you know. The Moors taught them that. But I'm saying we've been teaching and, and giving our skills. We didn't, even, we didn't get the check. So people say we love this architecture. My people built that, man. My people. I was a barber, you don't think, you thank me for the haircut. Who who cut your hair? You're a stylist. Mm-hmm. They thank you, right? Mm-hmm. Do they thank your 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 Marcel irons? Mm-mm. Do they pick up the architecture who made who designed that 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 that, that blow dryer? Yeah, yeah. No, do no. they think Revlon? They thank you. Yeah. So I go back to when they talk about why we I, Lincoln Beach is a place that our people are going to be represented and it's going to play for all people hell yeah so we tell these stories that they don't really tell a story ah you know i'm saying i'm peeled back to history and i just tell it like it is you know we got to come back to what's real live yes, what's
0: real? that's what we were talking about we got to come back to what's real
1: yeah family family you know and and and, and we we got to coexist with family and that's what Lincoln beach is about and um we have to be family with each other in, um, in the world, in our environment, and we have to coexist. It's not about these materialistic things that we strive for, you know. We live in a matrix, those things gonna go. Those that uh, goes away in malt and rust, it's not valuable. These memories are all that we have. And my, my my people said, why you do it? Because I went through a lot. I see people go through a lot. But listen, one day I'm going to go. I know I'm going to go. So if I can plant something in people mm-hmm. and that seed could be mm. seeded in other people, that's eternal life right there. You Oh, know? my
0: God. So,
1: so I don't, I, I really. I'm
0: engaged, be, but like it's not that serious. So maybe <laughs> you're my soulmate. I don't know. So good. You know?
1: <laughs> we, we here. We here, baby. Because that's what it's about um and and that's nothing wrong with that because see what we 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 were so used to this is love you're feeling you know
0: absolutely and and
1: people don't realize that when when you speak these when someone's singing the same song that you're singing and that's all it is it's representing the community is about it's not about what i say it's collecting these stories collecting these sentiments collecting these thoughts collecting these modes and when i'm having an opportunity to speak because i will speak absolutely I'm not afraid of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as we know, as <laughs> we know.
1: <laughs> so when I have opportunity to speak, these things that I collect, I could pull out. And and, and people are like, wow, you smart. I said, no, I'm not smart. I'm intelligent. Smart just meaning I could take a quadratic form and they could be um, plus or minus square root or B square over two eight.
0: Yeah, memorize it.
1: That's smart, but intelligent meaning that, listen, um, I did a podcast and listen when, when you're raising your children don't necessarily push them out of the house mm-hmm. so quickly mm-hmm. went to a, I went to I did a podcast home I went and these people got like a whole compound like literally the lot next door they got this they got that and everybody family it hey, ain't all working like everybody wanted to work but hey it's working mm-hmm. and they're still together so people have an opportunity to like develop their children we're taught in a mind to when you're 18 go When you're 18 go you gotta go at eighteen. You are out of my house.
0: Yeah.
1: But they're not fully developed at eighteen. Yeah.
0: Give you know care. What I'm give care. And so, help.
1: so what's wrong with me? Then, and then you make a negative. That you are thirty-five still at home with mom. Negative. Now, if you're thirty-five still at home with mom and you ain't paying no bill, you ain't, drive. T- you ain't, you ain't, you ain't no drive. You're, yeah. you, you're on PlayStation. You're doing this. Maybe you have mental issues. That's why you third or five home with mom. It
0: could be a many things. It could right? be anything. Maybe
1: a mental issues, and that's why you at home with mom because you never was able to come out of that and yeah. address those mental issues. Maybe you went through some trauma. Yeah. And your life that that's your own protector. I bet that's a
0: lot of people's stories, and they don't even know it. They
1: don't know it.
0: I bet that's a lot of people's stories. Ah,
1: so we just we just we just want to you know um change the tune of life and we want to purpose our life and um you know um trying to make it you know. Try to make it make it worse some you know if you could do it not not live vanity you know and um and say you know you you, you help to make this world a better place and that's it <laughs> it's
0: all about that legacy yeah. sage michael this has been so so lovely i have a couple final questions for you okay um, a question that I like to ask guests that I think is a great question for you is if somebody gave you an unlimited budget tomorrow and you could do a project for the city of New Orleans, what would it be? I know it would probably be the stuff we've talked about this whole podcast. So I'm going to challenge you to tell me another dream that you would develop for our city.
1: Um, One, I think um, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I say for our city that's a already established entity, I would fully fund know it
0: nord yeah oh my god you know i live across the street from nord and yeah. every day i'm like why are there not more people in this park it's the most beautiful park in the whole city in my opinion and it's pretty much always empty
1: yeah i would if strategically speaking i would fully funnel actually i want Nord to run lincoln beach
0: can't can tell you a secret that yeah. i thought i always think if i just dropped out of all of my creative endeavors and all my businesses that I would try to work for Nord and like work my way up at Nord and try to like develop it out. Because I also really love Nord and what the possibility of Nord yeah. is. And they do have some really beautiful, incredible, accessible offerings, but the faci- they have so much opportunity for more.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I-
0: I'm sure it just comes down to money, right?
1: Um, money, education, um, you know, you know, for them, you know, priorities, things like that, you right. know, city priorities, capacity, you right. know, so, so the, All work, the, the, the work I do on my building relationship to water is about, you know, like this recreation, equal, eco tourism, equal yeah. recreational, transforming these jobs into jobs that they can move forward with in your infrastructure. So yeah, if I had any money budget right now, you ask me one thing, I would, I would, I would. I would I would expand NORD programming because that's the family right there.
0: That is, It's so lovely to hear that. Nobody that's ever talks family. about NORD, and I love me some NORD. Because I have a free gym right across the street because yeah. NORD. We literally just walk
1: Look, 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 I was a NORD baby, and I wasn't athletic at all. Really? No, I was Kenneth I don't think you
0: have to be, huh?
1: Yeah, I, I was on a no-cut team, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I was good. I, that's when I was first organizing at NORD. The bats, the gloves, or the first like, I got you all covered. You water. <laughs> You're good, you know? <laughs> so I started organizing real early.
0: <laughs>
1: so, but 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 Nord, um, for me, was a place for me. Yeah. Um, I was able to, uh, it was a coach that cared, Jurgen Ristoff, Comiskey Park. He's a German. All man. right. Uh, he came in all the projects and got us you know, at Comiskey Park. But that was a place for me. Um, and, and it's still a place. And when I don't want to see our children on the side shaking for cans for funding, Nord. I, you know i think that that should be not done um i want to see fully funded Nord parks um there are some entities that you know have these booster clubs that give examples of it like Carrollton booster club and these other things that really like do well with it um lakeview do they well with it but i want to see it for nord mm-hmm. at whole, because i know it helped me out a lot so you can you could you get you if you could get a family with that then you could attach everything with yeah, it. Yeah, you can give so many resources. So I could expand from there. Yeah. I could take the football team and go kayaking.
0: Yeah. Instead
1: of y'all doing that on the field, let's go kayaking. Oh, Teamwork on that.
0: I love that. Like
1: like, like you only see them, them other boys doing row Let's get them to come play football, and y'all go on the rowboat. Yeah. And let's,
0: Like a comprehensive experience for these kids. Instead of
1: taking me instead of taking these things out of our community let's bridge them and have experiments where we can cross up instead of like oh you're this so you get to play lacrosse Right, and you get the on the road club, and you're this mm-hmm. so you're a football and basketball. Mm-hmm. everybody they put the basketball court on on Tulane and Broad? you see <laughs> full court press, and nobody play ball. They built all those basketball courts out at the jail, and, and nobody use them. Really? You never see nobody out there using. Wait, those what courts are you talking about? The new jail center, the Ar- and the, where? So, so the Arlene Justice Center mm-hmm. that was rebuilt after Katrina. Okay. And, and like you see on the interstate, there's a basketball court. All right. Yeah, uh, you know. And it's empty. Yeah, nobody used it, you know. I mean, it's just like wasted space. And we, we, and, and they kind of like solve it all up, no more wasted space. We got too many people so that, who need healing from trauma. Too many benefits. With
0: they need home security. They need uh-huh. to not be worried about if they can afford their rent the next month. I mean and the idea of having like a beautiful gathering space that's equal opportunity people can go there and just enjoy it and be at peace like that is that's some like dream world stuff
1: i actually want to give people the option to just have some land if you want to go camp here and live here and you don't hurt nobody yeah and if we have a way to re- remove your waste, like mm-hmm. you know your stool and all that kind of stuff yeah, if we have some absolutely. sanitation some bathrooms, and if you do to camp here and nobody hurt nobody, then, then yeah, have that. That's it.
0: all easy, attainable stuff. Bathrooms, come on now. We can do that. We can get these projects moving. They,
1: they, they transformed this from a community that moved back and forth to a, a rigid community. Like, this, this land was moved back and forth, nomadic. They went, moved with the seasons. Like, the indigenous people came and went with the seasons. Mm. But somebody said, no, we're going to stay here forever. We're going we're gonna to anchor here. And it's, it's not working, but it, it's getting better, though.
0: Well, I can't wait to see the future. And I can't wait to follow all of the things you do. Okay, I have one more question. It's the last question. ask everybody the same last question. Um, I reached out to you to be on this podcast. I thought you were cool. I thought you were doing cool work. Who's somebody that comes to mind when I say that to you? Just somebody that maybe you know has a good voice. They should be heard more.
1: Yeah, so with this movement I got going on, it's uh, Three Amigos You know, Mm -hmm. with Lincoln Beach. Reggie. Yeah, Reggie Ford. Um, awesome artist, he he covers so much, not just Lincoln Beach, but he's, he's been over there over 800 days, um, helped with the project. Um, also Trisha Wallace, president of New Orleans for Lincoln Beach, uh, president of, um, the Lincoln Beach Community Advisory Committee, um, you know, she's a mom, um, she's a family woman, um, she definitely encompasses the, um, the softer side of Lincoln Beach, I'd say, you know. (laughs) The, the maternal side of Lincoln Beach, you That's know. what's up. Yeah, All right, so, cool. So, I, so yeah.
0: I would love to talk to them. Well, do you have any closing statements before we sign off? How can people find you?
1: I'm, I'm Sageville underscore New Orleans on Instagram. And um my Facebook group is Sageville on Facebook. Yeah.
0: All right, y'all. If y'all want to keep up with Sage Michael, and you should, that's how you find him and find his work. And more information about the Lincoln Beach Project, Thank you so much for coming. Uh, you really no took problem, a shot man. on me. I, you really took a chance. You didn't know me from yeah. nobody. So I appreciate it so much.
1: Yeah. I, I ain't am, my, my, I am a kind of strap. You know, I really trust you. I ain't got no machete. Nothing with me. I, just, <laughs> I like like, this is it, y'all. Liggin' Beach. For, uh, for Liggin' Beach. Be some, be
0: some get out stuff. Was that the movie? The awful white family just luring people in. <laughs> no, it's all, okay.
1: it's all good. I, yeah. Uh, trust me the vibe is there we, we you know try discern the spirits just made it happen you know well thank Thanks you so, so much yeah. thank you so much so y'all good. take care and
0: be in touch thank you again to this episode's guest Planet Nola is produced by Carrie Mulder and Mary Jacobs if you liked what you heard here please consider subscribing to us on YouTube or all your social media platforms and pretty much anywhere you get podcasts also If you really, really liked this episode, think about subscribing to our Patreon, where we have tons of bonus content from this episode and more. Starts at just $5 a month, and it would mean the world to us. Thanks so much, y'all, and be in touch.